Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Sports Day. Great to have your company this Monday afternoon. Hope you had a fantastic weekend as well. And, you know, the start of the week has been as kind as it can be to you because it's not going to be completely easy and free, is it? It's just still going to put up a bit of a fight to get the week underway. But uh, after today, it just gets a bit easier from here. Get in touch this afternoon on the Temperate Bedshed text line 0487 736 736. We'd love to hear from you. We already had one from Greg from Les Murdy. G'day, Greg. Saying Glenn Maxwell's 200 for captain of the best 22 of 2023. Well, it made vice captain, Greg, so not too far off the mark there, mate. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, going to be a big a 22. If you've got any thoughts you'd like to get in, please get them in on that text number 0487-736-736. Getting ahead of myself and getting too excited to get this next man on the program this afternoon for our Fremantle Dockers update. Let's go to the finest in the land for things, all things perfect. Well, that is. Let's get Duck from the Purple Rain podcast on to Sports Day. G'day, Duck. How are you? Hey, Hayda. How are you going, mate? That was a, a great... That's a banger. Was that in excess? Um, yeah. I think Grinspoon, Grinspoon covered uh, Don't Change. That was a, an absolute uh, banger of a song, mate. And the, surely in your best 22, you're going to have Dogger Jackson kicking a goal with his pants pulled down at the SCG. That's, that's got to be right up there in your best 22. That's uh, probably better than... <laughs> That's better than Glenn Maxwell scoring 200 against Afghan, surely. We might be able to fit him on the bench, mate. Um, I don't know if we'll quite get him onto the field in the 18, uh, but uh, it, it's a good suggestion. Nonetheless, Duck, uh, how have you been, mate? Uh, you've got the uh, fatherhood happening now. Uh, yeah, your hands are full. How's it going for you? Yeah, I'm very well, mate. I've, uh, you know, had a, had a little baby Molly May. She's uh, entered my life and my lovely partner Kelly's just looking after her at the moment. So I reckon I've got about 20 minutes before the witching hour starts, mate. She, uh, we give her a bath and then, then a bottle and, and put her to sleep. But look, uh, I took a busy time out of uh, our day to, to manage to, to talk dockers. And anytime someone wants to talk dockers to me, I'm, uh, I'm more than happy. Love it, Bad mate. Chat. Love it. So uh, let's dive into a few ins and outs from the off-season. Uh, Lockie Schultz, probably the biggest loss, goes to the biggest team in the league as well. Uh, your thoughts and feelings around that one? Oh, obviously, bombshell. Um, when it came across the wires, very, very shocked. Uh, Lockie Schultz, heart and soul player at the club. Um, a bit of a barometer, you know, when, when he kicks two goals or more, I think we're... At, at one stage, we'd won 19 games in a row um, when he kicked two or more goals. I think as soon as we mentioned that on the pod, I think that went about <laughs> three and five. Um, so jinxed that straight away, as always. But 
oh, look, he's, he's a fantastic player and going to be hard to replace. And it's, it's the intangibles that are hard to replace with him. Um, and finding another really, really good half forward that can roll up into the mids and, and a guy who can have 20 and kick three or four. Um, they don't grow on trees. We, we look to see if we can replace him with maybe Emmett. Uh, obviously, Emmett was, he was really solid the back end of the year. So if he can step up and, and bring his level to to the level of Lockie Schultz, we'll be very, very lucky. But again, it's 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 a bit of a blow for the Dockers. You don't mm. want to lose guys who are in your best 22. And, you know, Liam Henry and Liam Henry and Shooter are both in our best 22. And it, it doesn't help you projecting forward. But look, we're still positive. Yeah, we, we try very hard to uh, keep it positive and uh, the wings continue to be an issue for the Fremantle Dockers. Liam Henry made his way to St Kilda in, uh, well, it, it's hard to tell if it was one of the worst kept secrets all year. Everyone sort of had a feeling it was going to happen, but the moves happened. He's out of the team now and he does leave a bit of a, you know, big empty hole on that wing for the Dockers to try and fill. Yeah, and look, you'd have to say that the Dockers are pretty disappointed with Henry going as well. Again, put a lot of time and effort into the young man, but you can't fault any any young person that wants to move to Melbourne. Mm. There's about 100,000 of them from WA every year, young <laughs> young men and women that want to go over to Melbourne and, and experience the laneways and the, the cafes and things like that. But look, you can't, you can't fault the guy um, for going over there. I think looking at Sharp coming in the team by the, the SPS or whatever the hell it's called. Um, he's, he's really, uh, you know, he's, he's training the house down as, as Josh Garlett would say. Um, so he's, he's managed to keep up with Peter Bowl. Uh, he's, he's really, really come in with a great mindset and he, he wants to cement that spot, that vacant spot in the wing. Um, Frederick said that he wants to move up to a wing, which I'd love to see as well. Uh, he's got a lot of a lot of a lot of pace and and I think that's that's the thing. And the other guy, of course, is one of the forgotten men of the Fremantle Football Club in, in Noddy O'Driscoll, who's who's kind of living in the shadow of his sister now. Yeah. Uh, Emma obviously winning all Australian and and just having a fantastic season in the AFLW. So, you know, he's he's got a lot to prove, Nathan O'Driscoll, because he really, really didn't progress in the way that I think Dockers fans and the club thought he would have over the last 12 months. And I know he's had his foot injuries, which have probably hampered him a bit. But, you know, we really need to see another big off-season and, and hopefully he can gain something. Again, Neil Erasmus might be a guy who moves out to a wing. I don't know. I, I'd love to see him more inside. But, look, we, we, we do have people who can go out to the wing. But, uh, you know, and even throwing up maybe even a Heath Chapman out to a wing as a more of a ranger guy and maybe even another forgotten man. And he's not very forgotten that much. But Nat Fife, like, <laughs> maybe he can play on a wing. I don't know. It's, it's, it's something a bit freaky, a bit kooky, and, but that might be right up his alley. They are a couple that are on the uh, comeback track. But uh, how about some of the new blood that's coming to the team? Jack Deline, Odin Jones, Ollie Murphy and Cooper Simpson, the uh, new draft additions. Uh, hopes and dreams for these guys. Were they on your draft board at all, Duck? Oh, you know me. I've got the big board. I've got the vertical, the horizontal. I'm looking at, I'm looking at guys that know. Look, honestly, it's one of those things that we uh, at the podcast we don't we don't know a lot about the draft coming through. We focus more on the guys at the moment. We let those people who are experts at that do that. But I mean, just for example, I called Cooper Simpson Cooper Sampson for about yeah. uh, well, pretty much the whole pod. So yeah, Cooper Simpson. The, the, the bit of footage they put up of him looked pretty good. Uh, out there um, today at training, but Ollie Murphy's the the one for me that I think could be could be anything. 
Um, you know, MVP of Vic Metro, all Australian, 200 centimetres, clunks marks, projected to go in the top 20, and he's managed to slide to us. Um, so, look, it's one of those things where if you get a guy at 41 who's there, and I think that's it's one of uh, Wolsey's really his, his best traits is that he's able to pick guys in the later rounds that become really good football players. Uh, and, you know, I think that's that's something that he's been really, really good at. And hopefully all three of these guys, and even, even Odin Jones, who's probably got the best name at the Dockers now, um, can can really come in and contribute something to the club and, and be solid players. You know, they don't they don't actually have to be world beaters with the squad that we've got. They just need to be in the best 22. And you know, if they can improve where we're at on the on the peripheries, we can definitely take some steps forward. I will uh, forward caveat this next question, Duck, with saying that I don't think they will do something, but. The noise maybe is getting a little bit louder about the Dockers' captaincy and when they're going to do the vote, when they're going to, you know, maybe back in Alex Pierce for another year or perhaps do something a little bit different. Uh, what's your read and feel on the move that they're going to make for uh, next year's captain? Oh, look, I'd be disappointed if, if Alex Pierce wasn't captain next year. I think I, I don't think people know what captains do in football clubs like from the outside. I don't think we actually know. I don't... Like on the football field on game day, captains don't do much. They win the toss. It's not like cricket. I think we get in this mindset like the captain actually matters in football when it comes to the, the game day. What matters is the day-to-day stuff. They're the leader of the, the team within the players. Um, so, yeah, I'd be very surprised if, if Alex Pierce was a one-and-done. I know he didn't have the best season individually, but he, the back end of his season was really fantastic. And, mm. And look, I, I think that's... I, I'd prefer to have Alex Pierce as captain than, than Sarong or Abrasher at the moment. I think their time will come, um, you know, and I think even the David Mundy, him doing one and done, actually leaves a little bit of a bitter taste in my mouth at the club as well because I, I, he's an outstanding leader of men and he's an outstanding person and human being and for him to get one year as captain and then they pretty much scrap him was... Yeah, it's a little bit sad um, and to have that, you know, at your club, but... I would love to see Alex Pierce go around again, and I think the players will probably vote him in again. He, he's, he's an outstanding human being, and he really cares. Like, we interviewed him after a game on the um, the final siren, and you could see the hurt in his eyes and the hurt, and, like, the amount of his pain threshold that he goes through every every weekend to play, mm. you know, like his, his feet and his legs and things like that, and he puts his body on the line. And I don't think you can ask more than that from a captain sometimes, but... Yeah, I get a bit sick of the rhetoric of, of he's not a good captain. Like, we don't know what a good captain is. Yeah. Like, what what is a good captain? You know, mm. it's not like we've got a Luke Hodge at the club banging down the door. And even when you look at Luke Hodge, he wasn't captain straight away. Sam Mitchell was. So, you know, again, a, a lot of different things that go into what makes a good captain. And it doesn't have to be your best player. That's yeah. what I'd say. And that's, that's, a, that's a big thing that I've seen from my limited knowledge of coaching football and things <laughs> like that. I think it, it just has to be... Someone that that that, it, that just gets around the boys a bit yeah. more, and you know he seems like a bit of a legend. I wouldn't mind if he cut his hair, that, <laughs> but that's just a personal preference. No, we can't have that, mate. We can't have I'm, that. I'm a, I'm a short short back and side. Yeah, man. I saw that are. photo of you looking like Dicky. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Summers, Mr. To, Summers. Uh... <laughs> uh, Duck, I wish we had more time, mate. But uh, thank you so much for jumping on this afternoon and giving us a quick update on the Fremantle Dockers. Uh, we can get the Purple Rain podcast from everywhere we get good podcasts from. Yeah, that's it, mate. And if you want to follow us on social media, we're at PurpleRain95 on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Perfect. Thanks for the time, Duck. Appreciate it, mate. Thanks, Ada.
That's Duck from the Purple Rain podcast joining us on Sports Day with Heater this afternoon for your Monday afternoon. We'll be right back just after this to wrap everything up. But don't forget, join the Red, join the Red Army this NBL season by becoming a Perth Wildcats member today. Back with more on Sports Day just after this.